Welcome back to New Rockstar. Some recently released concept art for Spider-Man No Way Home teased some of the things that could have been in that film, including the return of a certain villain with a fishbowl for a head. But could it be true? Could Quentin Beck still be alive out there in the universe? This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. My name is MT, and going rogue with me today is the friend to villains throughout the universe. It is Jessica Clemens. What's going on, Jess? How, the, how those villains doing? I love it. And I love that introduction. And I want nothing less than that going forward. The friend to all villains. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Who's the bestie? Who's my bestie? Uh, yeah. I, I guess Agatha. But is she really a villain, you know, at the end of the day? She's cool. Friend to villains. She's a cool villain. Yeah. Just wants to be strong like her mom. She's just totally fine. And of course, the master of her own visual illusions is Angelica Trey. What's going on, A Trey? Yeah. It's good to be back. I don't know why I did the wave. (laughs) Hey, we are doing the wave. Let's just pass it along, everybody. Pass it. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, our very own researcher, Supreme, one of the smartest and most amazing people on the planet, ready to take on any challenge. It's Whitney Van Landingham. What's going on, Whitney? Oh man, that was so nice. Look at you just being a sweet little oh. bean, f- fresh, fresh this morning. Look at you. That's why I'm bald, Whitney. I'm just one big old pinto bean. That's what I'm doing here. That's I'm doing a pinto bean cosplay. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, now that we've got some room from the release of Spider-Man No Way Home, Marvel and Sony have started to put out a ton of behind-the-scenes content, and this includes some concept art from the early days of production on the film. And one of these images revealed a different direction. The plot could have gone to. So this leads us to our first topic of the day. How could Mysterio have been worked into Spider-Man No Way Home? Because some concept art from Spider-Man No Way Home came out this week showing Doctor Strange battling Mysterio at the Statue of Liberty. But that plot line was obviously not in the film. Unless you watch a totally different film. Sorry, that was a bootleg. You should probably get your money back. But how could Mysterio have played a role in No Way Home? Would he have replaced another villain? And more importantly, Would this have been the same Mysterio from the MCU or a Mysterio from a different universe? And does this mean that Quentin Beck is still out there alive in the MCU, uh, gaslighting everybody that he meets? What do you guys think? I think that if he had ended up in the movie, I think that he would have ended up taking the place of Green Goblin because in the same sense that like Peter's trying to right the wrong of killing Mysterio. So I think that replacing him with Green Goblin and having Peter not kill him this time around um, would have been like a cool little redemption arc for Petey Petey. Uh, but I'm also wondering, what if it's like, what if like the real Quentin Beck actually came and not this like fake ass one from the MCU? Like what if it's the Earth, mm. like the actual Earth 616 guy showed up? This is true because, like, what we're referring to is that the fact that we don't actually know what Jake Gyllenhaal's name is in the MCU. He's not actually Quentin Beck. He's not the real one. He gaslit a bunch of people, even us, into believing that he was actually Quentin Beck, but he's not actually Quentin Beck. So is there an actual one out there? That's really good. I like that. Yeah, Hmm, man. I think the real Quentin Beck could have shown up and been that uh, that Spider-Man surrogate for he doesn't kill him this time and he's redeemed for not murdering Mysterio or whatever. Yeah. That'd be very funny. Mm. That'd be so funny if that Quinn Beck showed up and then it was just like, or <laughs> the variants of uh, Mysterio show up and it's like 
one of Mysterios is the actual Quentin Beck, and it's like, uh, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> like, why I'm am just I here? <laughs> I'm a mailman. He uh, just I, shows I, up I, like <laughs> just standing there awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, which one are you again? I'm the actual Quentin Beck, I guess. I don't know. I'm just a guy. I'm just like, look, hey, I have to go pick up my kids from daycare. <laughs> Can I leave now? Can uh, you open up a portal, please? I yeah, gotta go. I gotta go back. I won't say anything. You don't have to kill me, but let me go. That was, that was, that, that's very funny. That kind of is adjacent to my original theory that I think... And that are they did have did intend for him to come out of the portal and possibly fight the people that cracked at the Liberty, the Statue of Liberty. I think that first those people were supposed to make much higher of an impression than what they did, but they were probably like, "This is too much, too chaoticness." Also, to have to tie in all of the original people coming out of those purple cracks to the future of the MCU, they'd be like, "This is too much for this Spider-Man plotline." We don't need to start it here. Let's just have them kind of be shadowed out. They can have their theories of who comes out of what. But I think originally he was gonna come out and fight Mysterio. Um, but they were like, let's scrap it. We already have 700 other things going on. But I do like the idea of what Whitney said of him taking on the Green Goblin role because, I, and I've been drinking coffee all day so I could be spaced, but he didn't technically, he didn't technically have an enemy. Our Peter, our Peter Parker technically yeah. didn't have someone show up, right? Yeah, this so guy's that the closest thing to an arch yeah. nemesis that he has. Exactly. So it, that would be nice if every villain of Peter Parker came out and this one that did die did come back from a different timeline and be like, you killed me. I was murdered. I sent yeah. Joe John- Jonah Jameson after you. But like, yeah, I agree with Whitney too. That'd be, also, that'd be a great Also, it would idea. just be really fun to see Dr. Strange and Quentin Beck fighting in their little capes. Just doing little oh, cape yeah. battles at the top right. of the Statue of Liberty. Capes Not billowing be- in the wind all over that. the place. Mysterio yeah. would lose so quick. Oh, he would lose so oh, quick. Yeah, Dr. So Strange would just slap fight. him. The mood that Steven was in that night, like, oh, absolutely not. I would not have messed with Steven whatsoever. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. He was cranky. But, however, he was sort of distracted with the whole dealing with the crack situation. Wow. That is true. Wow. He could have sucker punched him real quick. That is yeah. honestly, honestly, and that's the, that's the, um, not the heel, whatever they call it in wrestling. That's what they needed. Um, was that like he's too busy trying to crack all these back in, or close them that he's just getting punched in the ribs repeatedly by Mysterio? <laughs> so it could it could have been an even match then. I think that's what he needed in order to defeat Doctor Strange. So that could be true. That could be true. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Uh, originally, when I I saw that um, concept art too, I thought maybe that Mysterio just kind of slipped through the cracks during that final fight. And I thought it was a really cool idea because Mysterio is sort of like this old school feeling magician, at least in my mind, because he does illusions, whereas Doctor Strange is using using actual magic. So I thought that would be a really cool dynamic. But at the same time, that is the only Tom Holland villain that would have been introduced in here in No Way Home. So it would have felt a little weird and probably a little... I don't know, like, there's just this one. And if that's the case, then what would stop, I don't know, like Thanos or something from being brought back if we're doing the Tom Holland, anyone that knows Peter Parker type scenario. That's true. I like the idea, the visual of... um 
of Mysterio slipping through the cracks because he is sneaky. Yeah. And like out of all <laughs> of the villains, he's just like, they're like, how'd you get out? He's like, I slipped through the cracks. He's like, he's, he's like, like ah, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> remember me? <laughs> And it's like he like disguises himself like his little fishbowl head and he yeah. like disguises himself in like a row of street lamps, you know, like as he's oh, I would yeah. <laughs> I see I can see you, you're a street that? lamp. No, you he's not here. No, you can't. He goes you to can't be another me. street lamp. I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> he is the riddler. Along. He's the riddler of the MCU right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like what you said about uh, Thanos because Ebony Maw for sure knows who Peter Parker is. And Peter Parker is basically the one who killed him. I mean, it was Tony Stark in, in Infinity War, but like it was his idea with the aliens. So um, Ebony Maw could theoretically be in the MCU right now. Who knows? Um, but I do like that point for sure um, with, with Thanos. I've, I've always been of the mind of Mysterio, obviously, before this movie come out. I, I thought that, that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be Mysterio illusions. So, like, having this, like, you know, oh, having that. it confirmed cool. that they were at least like thinking that. about it makes me feel good that, like, I'm not completely crazy. Um, well, how would but, Mysterio no, I, know about the other Peter Parkers, I guess, then, if he was, like, going to be illusions of them? Would he just have well, made like the, a... No, go, go, go. Like, after all the Sinister Six guys escaped at, at the at that point in the movie, they could have mm-hmm. just met up with Quentin Beck and told him everything about their Spider-Mans. Oh, I don't know. oh true, true, and, true. Okay. And, like, you know, those two Spider-Men mm-hmm. were swinging around for, like, a day before they, they met up with That is Zendaya. true. They found Andrew so Garfield like, in literal uh, alley. Yeah, no, they like yeah. those two Spider Men were definitely like shit. I gotta check out the pizza in this universe, and then I will go find they were, Holland. The they did such a horrible job because Andrew Garfield stayed in costume. <laughs> like, yeah, in a like, universe what? where like, he's the number one like FBI wanted, and he's just like, I know, and he's just like, well, I got my little suit on. He's and like, I'm I don't give a fuck. Change. I'll punch you. Here I am. Someone come rob me. <laughs> Oh, Andrew. But no, these are all amazing ideas. But I'm going to give the rogue point to Whitney. I love the idea of the real Quentin Beck coming back because, like, we don't know if Quentin Beck was inspired to steal that name from another person. And, like, I do have this weird feeling, this weird inclination that the people that arrested Peter Parker at the beginning of No Way Home were not cops at all. And that was Team Mysterio taking the glasses back. I have this weird feeling, this weird inclination. And that we're going to see more Mysterio later on. They're just I think Marvel Studios wants us to forget about Mysterio and just to be like, all right, yeah, he's gone, right? <laughs> just kidding. They have the glasses and they're preparing to, to, to trick him again. So I, I hope that happens again. And I hope, I honestly um, hope that we see like uh, an old man Logan type thing in the future of the MCU where Mysterio is the person that tricks Wolverine into killing all the x-men because i do i think that mysterio would be such a really we're so good in a real old man logan situation you're giving mysterio too much credit he is like the kite man (laughs) like yeah bro bro, i'm telling you a magician can't fuck with wolverine i'm sorry i would hire mysterio for my child's like bat mitzvah (laughs) like it's i i i I, I would not give him anything else i think you're giving that 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 might not go well yeah, he's the, like, the B and now. barf stands for bar mitzvah. That's what, that's what it stands he for. He goes, and now my next trick, a street lamp. Would you? <laughs> Let me do my, my best and my, kids love it. my most recognizable impersonation. Yeah. Street lamp. <laughs> what are you, a 1930 street lamp? <laughs> <laughs> Mysterio 
was literally just one big Illuminati street lamp. That's, That's basically true. all he is. But up next, we're going to talk about a mysterious new character in the next Guardians of the Galaxy film. But first, check out the Book of Boba Fett-inspired shirt over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. It has a really cool design. You'll see Eric wearing it on our weekly WikiLeaks show with Tommy, the most beautiful man in the world. They've also got some merch inspired by Peacemaker, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, and everything else that you're into. So check out all of our cool, awesome new Rockstars merch over at newrockstarsmerch.com or else nothing, or else I'll love you either way. That's all. I don't know why I was going to threaten you there, but that's that's not good. That's not, that's not how we sell things in America. Well, eh, sometimes I guess. Oh, but not here. When I've got my Stan socks on, I know my feet are both comfortable and stylish. And now they're taking that comfort and style from toe to head with the launch of their all-new active apparel line. Stance has a super soft line of sweatpants and joggers, shirts, hoodies, and more that look as good as they feel. And they're available in the full range of fits, prints, and fabrics. I think the coolest part about Stance Apparel is all of their collaborations with artists and IP. Wear their Nightmare Before Christmas hoodie over their Bob Marley TV shirt with Incredible Hulk socks and let the world know all the stuff that you're into at the same time. Because why not be efficient, okay? Don't be inefficient with how you wear your clothes. Stan's philosophy is that you should never have to sacrifice your own individual style for the sake of comfort. And now you don't have to. So whether you're relaxing around the house, working out at the gym, or running all over town, Stance now delivers its signature softness and creativity in a full line of active apparel styles from toe to head. Stance has got you covered. So head on over to stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code ROGUE at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Stitched different. And look, we're not always confident in our theories here in Rogue Theory, but you need confidence in life and also in the bedroom if humanity is going to continue. That is where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If it's now, next week, or in my case, 2072. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluechew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluechew can help. And we've got a special deal for our audience. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code ROGUE to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this show. Now, moving on. If you haven't been checking out Peacemaker on HBO Max, I highly suggest you do. My buddy, my good friend James Gunn made it, and it is one of the best things that the DCEU has ever made, so go watch that. What are you doing? But also, I've been breaking down the series here on New Rockstars, so, you know, here's my shameless plug for that. But an actor from Peacemaker is about to show up in the MCU, so there you go. So that leads us to our second topic for today. Who is this new character in Guardians of the Galaxy? Volume 3, hmm? James Gunn has cast actor Chikuti Awuji, who is currently playing Mern on Peacemaker in an unknown role in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And no one is, you know, quite sure or officially sure who this character is, but in an interview this week with Chikuti Awuji, uh, he described the character as one of the most complex characters that we've seen in the freaking Marvel Universe, like deeply complex and deeply powerful. So 
you guys think this character could be? I have three theories, but I want to hear the two of yours first, you guys, because I okay. know both of you probably will take them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to no, go okay. with high evolutionary, man. Okay. I think he's going to be high evolutionary. Yeah. I will. I... At first, I, I thought I'd love to see him as Silver Surfer, but I figured unless they're going to do some sort of post-credit scene, you know, leading into the Fantastic Four or teasing that in some sense, um, I was thinking about some of the previous news that I heard about uh, Volume 3 based around Rocket Raccoon's, like, history. And so I figured it might have something to do with that, like like some sort of sciencey character, a geneticist. So. I could definitely see high evolutionary because that character, if you go into Rocket's like history, would be like if you go into like backstories and stuff in volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy, then you might get to see that characters come up and then just see him super powerful later on and the Guardians have to fight him. I could definitely see that. Wasn't the original, <clears throat> the the guy that played high evolutionary can't remember his name, the scientist. Didn't, wasn't his whole thing basically like, yo, we can splice humans with the genetics of, like with an, with human human and animals, but his, he did it with his dog and his dog got like shot by like yeah. poachers. Because they were like, <laughs> OG dogs in a row. Yeah, so it would work, that raccoon, that rocky raccoon, which I have not heard a single thing about, so I'm behind on news. Yeah, yeah. That would so make he's... so much sense that he was spliced with like a human. Yeah, so High Evolutionary, his whole thing is that he Rocket Raccoon was one of his experiments. So mm. he actually is responsible for making Rocket Raccoon. That was like so one of the things that he was experimenting on that got him uh, kicked out of Oxford. That'll do it to you. You make a you make a weird talking raccoon with with metal well, in its body, and, and Oxford and don't want you no yes. more. Oh god! They love like, stealing and here. shooting people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this thing has been alive for thirty minutes and it's broken out of five prisons. Uh, yes, and then not only is he uh, a rocket raccoon's uh, daddy, if you will, his his, his OG papa, um, he also played a role in Adam Warlock uh, emerging yeah. from his cocoon. And so yeah. because we know that Will Poulter is gonna be playing Adam Warlock in this, I wonder if that's something we're gonna, we're gonna get to see all these people's little backstories and we might that see would, him in a That would be characters. fun if the high evolutionary is the leader of the Sovereign and giving uh, Aisha her tools to make Adam Warlock, so by proxy Ooh, yeah. or whatever. In summary, mm. Adam Warlock and Rocket Raccoon are cousins. Um, what if I would brothers? love the idea. Of, yeah, they're actually brothers. I think that 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 comment has to be made in the movie. And once it is, Rocket is gonna be like, "We're not related," and Adam's gonna be like, yeah. yes, we <laughs> "Yes, we are." And he's gonna and be, he's like, gonna we're be like, no, "We're brothers, no dude. We're we're cousins." Because he's also brand new. He's fresh to the world. He's definitely gonna be like brother and it's like no yeah <laughs> no no, <we're> not. <laughs> no. Can we out or he's something? gonna just yeah. pull like a full dominic toretto with family okay so those are both my theories uh yeah. <laughs> the, the high evolutionary and um silver surfer i would just love to see the silver surfer come back but same you guys want to go rogue you want to stay in the okay. box, but go rogue <laughs> with my theory? Yeah, Let's do, do it. I, I love, rogue. 
So let's say he is the high evolutionary, but let's say that we are forgetting that Kang the Conqueror existed. And he said there's a million variants of himself that are taking over different worlds. So what if one of his variants is the high evolutionary? Because he is not only the smartest man on the planet, but he his offsprings of himself, if you want to call the variants that, could just be even more chaotic, but also as smart. So what if um, the high evolutionary is one of the Kang's variants just coming over to destroy uh, what is not normal what's not what what he doesn't perceive as perfect so that's what i think it's king the conqueror's variant that is the high evolutionary that would be in that, that would be crazy it's highly plausible too because given like you said given the direction that the mcu is going with with all these king variants it would be i, I think shakuti awuji would make an amazing king variant he would do he would knock it out of the park um, because like this character, um, Herbert Wyndham is super, super smart and like much like uh, Nathaniel Richards is in the comics. So I can definitely them and like the actual look of the high evolutionary is sort of like he sort of gives me Scarlet Centurion vibes that a Scarlet Centurion is another variant of Kang in the Marvel comics. So I can definitely I can definitely see them adapting that in that way just being like oh yeah this is just like the the purple centurion so i think i think we're all just in agreement with high evolutionary huh is that, is yeah, that I think, yeah uh, yeah i it think just the makes high evolutionary sense. makes sense more than i uh-huh. i would love the idea of the silver surfer coming because galactus come back and but it's I, I think it's still too soon and i fought with ian about this my boyfriend i fought with him about it because I was like, I just don't think they would bring in the Fantastic Four. They would open the door through the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I would love that to be the case, but I just don't think they're going to give James Gunn that much power. Um, and and that's that's just me. That's me. They and when, it, and when I'm showing up, hell yeah, more to you. But like, I just don't think it's the time. I don't think it's the time. It, it's it's a Doctor Strange level thing. It's an Avengers level thing to invite the Fantastic Four in. And I think by just allowing Silver Surfer in, you're already being like, they're coming! So it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. not, a, not in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 3, but I want I want the Silver Surfer. And I went with that theory like immediately because I was just like, please, please. And you could just leave the Fantastic Four out. You could just bring it in Galactus. Just make it a Galactus Silver Surfer thing, but I just don't see it. Yeah, no, people are going to make those ties for sure. Well, these are all amazing theories. Well, in, in regards to like what I think, I definitely agree with you guys. It's going to be the High Evolutionary. And I think all the signs are there, in particular with uh, Rocket Raccoon. And then particularly how Yondu speaks to Rocket Raccoon in, uh, Guardians, of the Val- in, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Because he only pretty much calls Rocket a rat. And Herbert Wyndham in the comics evolves these animals called his new men from rats. So he's, he's making all these like animal type people from rats. So the reason why Yondu calls Rocket a rat exclusively is because he knows about his past as a rat. I'm giving me the point. And I think that, you know, the key to, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be that energy, the annual X batteries from um, from Aisha's planet, the Sovereign, um, because as, if you look at Eternals and like the bat, what the main bad guy of Eternals was doing, he was sucking this this orange juice from the Eternals and slowly evolving as he was doing that, because that juice is evolution energy, and the High Evolutionary is going to be using that evolutionary energy to like 
probably bringing mutants to the MCU. This is that's just me and my weird rogue theoriness. Um, full circle here. Wow. Full circle. Hooray. Hooray. Um, but that's just me. But I gotta reward these points. And you know what? I'm giving I know I always do this. You but do. I'm gonna give everybody the points because you guys all just basically said I evolutionary, which is great. And I, I 100 percent agree with you because you guys uh, are the smartest. That's not how this game is played. That's not how this game is played. Sorry, I just like giving the points. Sorry, I'm competitive. I can't do it. Somebody else yeah. can do it. I was the treasurer of the United States of America, we would be in debt with aliens, several aliens um, species, uh, that we I'd haven't still, even met yet. I'd, because... I'd still appoint you up there. Thank you. Yeah, I would too. I think I the would not. MT head of alien relations. <laughs> Jessica loves America. <laughs> she it. knows that I would destroy this country. Nope, yeah, not today. That's why I would appoint you to the alien liaison for America. <laughs> yeah, honestly, ah, I don't want the country wind. to be like Smart. this anymore. <laughs> so Canada can absorb us. Smart he wouldn't yeah. give me points if he became Get the leader absorbed. of America. He wouldn't give me any points. <laughs> I'll give you a tax break, which is good for. Oh, 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 oh wait, a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need that. I need that. Don't even start. Okay, never mind. You got my vote. So now it is time for our rogue question because today, January 28th, was supposed to be Morbius Day, the day that Morbius was supposed to premiere in theaters. But instead, Sony has pushed the date back to April. So instead, pitch me your roguest, most insane storylines for a version of Morbius that would have come out today. I think a rogue idea for what Morbius was actually going to be. I feel like they pushed it, um, not for COVID, not for anything behind the scenes, uh, because they wanted to change the plot line entirely from what it, I, my theory is. I think the original plot line was Morbius was um, is a vampire, yes, but he also just runs the subway train that runs underground, and he's just a normal bus man. And that's why we see so many scenes at the subway station because he's constantly working (laughs) (laughs) and he's doing so much stuff. And I think all of it is just clues of like, look at the graffiti art. Look at all these things. He's doing everything underground. Let's keep in mind he's a vampire. I know that we're like, yeah, he's kind of like Blade though. He can go out day. No, he can't. He actually couldn't in the original plot line of this movie. He had to stay only at night. So he lives in the underground. I keep wanting to say underground railroad. He works in the- <laughs> with Harriet Tubman. <laughs> he works on the underground railroad with Cynthia, for, uh, the Cynthia Vario that played uh, Harriet Tubman. And uh, they kind of free all the slaves. And I know what you're thinking. Uh, Morbius freeing slaves? What? crazy jessica um let's keep in mind that it's one week from black history month so they were planning for this January 28th, and then by february 1st y'all would have been like oh another white savior <laughs> that's my thing take it or leave it oh my take god it you know what? I'm taking it. I think you're actually 100% correct. Yes. It's not even that rogue because Sounds that's right. exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> Seems legit. Um, so the plot is that Morbius would help Harriet Tubman. That's what you think. Yeah, I think that you just confirmed that Harriet Tubman is a vampire that Harriet is still Tubman alive. Harriet Tubman is canon in the DC. In the DC. Yeah, in the Sonyverse. Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Harriet you're Tubman welcome. is canon now. <laughs> gang, gang. Oh my god. Clear the Midnight Suns. That's what I say. All right. What do you guys got? So okay, so um uh wacky wacky theories. I don't know if I can top that one, but so <laughs> what if uh Morbius, so Morbius vampire, what if he keeps changing? 
in this plot, right? So he keeps morphing and changing and eventually he becomes a giant bat. He is man bat. Batman comes in. There's a crossover. <laughs> it's crazy. It's wild. Things are happening. Batmobiles going around. Yeah, things are it's it's intense. Hey, it's I love wild. that would be bananas. I love man bat. I love so man that gets bat my too. point. That gets my damn point. That gets Yeah, I, I look for man any bat, reason to not... include man bat in literally everything. <laughs> Every aspect of my life. See, I way. used to love man bat until Arkham's uh the third Arkham game where he scares the crap out of you uh randomly. That's I love what it. made me fall in love with man bat. You know, I loved him <laughs> from the comics because he's so it's so stupid. But then seeing him in the actual Harley Quinn series, I was like, he's even more stupid. And yeah. I'm, you guys, I'm, here, I'm here for villains, Sign and I'm here up. for stupid. And that man is stupid, and I love him. I'm all I about love it. Him. Love him. Good stuff. What about you, Whitney? Okay, so I'm going to uh, strong agree that the reason the trailer didn't come out today is because they decided to reshoot the whole entire movie, and here's what they did. They decided that Morbius, eh, too dark and gritty. Kids, kids want to laugh. They want, they want their giggles, so... They reshot all of Morbius in the mockumentary style of what we do in the shadows. And they invited Laszlo and Nandor, and now <laughs> all the guys, Kristen Schaal's there. I don't know. Oh, They're oh my all God. just. Uh, I would love that. They so take much. Morbius <laughs> under their wing. They, once he becomes a vampire, you know, he needs help. He needs help adjusting to vampire life. So he's like, oh, God, oh who can God. help me? And then, like, Laszlo's like, come here, sir. You. I will, I will take you under my wing. And then uh, Morbius learns how to be a good boy from the vampires over at What We Do in the Shadows. Oh my God. I need to see Matt Barius right now. I don't yeah. want to see Morbius. That's, I want to see Matt I want to see Matt Barry training Morbius. <laughs> exactly. The true origin story. That's his Let's true origin Can we bring back Peter in this? Can we bring back Peter, the old vampire? From the yes. movie, does anyone remember him? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I miss him. Yes, we absolutely can bring back. Okay, Peter, thank yes. you. Okay, cool. <laughs> Pete, wait, who's Peter? Isn't Peter he the, was old, the vampire? old one? He was the yeah, oldest the old vampire one from he was the movie, useless. not the show. He was useless. He was <laughs> no, he not was useless like, in a bad way. No, he was killing people. They had <laughs> yeah. to keep him in the room because he kept just like trying to kill people. Yeah. He had yeah. He had to like throw chickens at him just for him to like yeah survive. Well, okay. Well, these are all amazing answers, but I'm going to have to give the rogue points for those to Jessica for her ridiculous <laughs> answer. Um, and honestly, I'm going to give the win for the day to Jessica because she no. just nailed it today. Jess no. is our winner for Rogue Theory today. Everyone give her a round of applause. Um, and you even you at home because she is a wonderful person. I, I'll, even you guys as well. Everybody here is a wonderful person. I don't, I don't like bah. rewarding one person over the other because we all we're all amazing and I love you guys so much. Um, but yes, thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Rogue Theory with all of us. And of course, thank you to our wonderful guests, Jessica Clemens, Angelica Trey, and Whitney Van Lenningham for joining us. Support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at newrockstarsmerch.com. And if you have thoughts on some of our Rogue Theories, you can share them on our Discord. It's just make sure you're over 18 and search for New Rockstars over at Discord and join the conversation. Follow me at Mastertainment and follow New Rockstars on all of our social platforms. And be sure to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you guys later. Goodbye.